Blog Talk Radio. I'm going to a city that's set on a hill. Its ruler and maker is the Lord God above. Oh, I'm going to a city and it's set on a hill. And someday I'll be in heaven and there'll be no sorrow there. Oh, I'm going to a city it lies four square. Hello, everybody. God bless you today. This is Susan Puzio, and I want to welcome you to the Prophetic News radio broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. And we're also heard on YouTube. (laughs) We're also heard on YouTube. And and, uh, I have a channel on YouTube, and it's under my name, Susan Puzio. And we have our website, propheticnews.com you can go there there's a there's so many articles that have been written actually by other people with links to hundreds of articles if you like to do if you like to read and you like information there's plenty of information there also we have our two books on Amazon and They're on some other platforms, too, I think. But Seed Faith, Can a Man Bribe God and Pull a White Heretic in the White House? The Miracle-Selling Huckster, who became the spiritual advisor to the world's most powerful man. Uh, How did that happen? (laughs) Lord help us. But I I was listening to... uh, Paula the other day and she was talking about tithing and she was telling people that she was reading from Malachi 3 of course that's always the favorite tithe scripture which most people never get it correct when they teach it and if anybody wants to study from every if you want to really know what the Bible says about tithing you can get out your concordance. And in the old days, we used to get out our strong concordance before the computer, remember? And we get out divine dictionary. (laughs) And we would do our Bible study. And the one way to find out really that tithing was never money is when you start reading the scriptures for yourself, because most people just listen to the pastor or they listen to other Bible teachers and they never really get into it themselves. And I did that myself for many years. I I never really spent months studying tithing when I did finally, when I did spend months and I did on giving and tithing and what it all meant, I found out what the truth was. And I found out tithing was never money and there's no requirement to tithe. In the New Testament, if you want to, that's fine, but you're not required to. But anyway, Paul is telling the people that, oh, well, God doesn't curse you. No, God doesn't curse you. Basically, you curse yourself because you you invoke demonic spirits by being disobedient, uh, by not giving God his tithe. Well, that's a terrible thing to say. It's just horrible because... 
when you think about it and you think Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, left heaven. He didn't have to, but he did. He left heaven and he came down to live on earth. And he dwelt among us for 33 years. And he was spit on. He was. They tried to push him off a cliff. They took him to prison. He was arrested. They beat him. They put a crown of thorns on his head. He he died on the cross, a brutal death. And he rose from the dead for us, for our salvation. Do you think God Almighty himself would get mad at people because they don't give him 10% of their money? It's just ridiculous. I can't even believe that people believe that and that people actually teach those kinds of things to scare people into giving as if God is going to hurt us in some way and let the devil hurt us in some way because we don't pay 10%. Evil. And it has to stop. I think that we give what we feel we're supposed to give. It's up to you to decide what to give and who to give to. It's not for anybody else to decide. It's up to you to decide what amount and who you're going to give it to. So we don't have any dictates in the New Testament. We're supposed to be cheerful givers. We give out of love. We don't give out of necessity. That's what it says in Corinthians, Second Corinthians. It says that you don't give out of necessity. That means you don't give because you have to. You just you give because you want to and you give with a cheerful heart, not with somebody banging you over the head every Sunday and telling you that you better do it or else. That's not that's not God's way. And Jesus certainly didn't pay the price that he did for us to uh, be in bondage, especially, or for other people to try to hold us into in bondage, especially in the area of giving. It's very, very sad, very sad, but we hope that we can try to change things and try to get people to think clearly. Sometimes like with the, uh, especially with this coronavirus, people didn't go to the building so much anymore. So they got away. (laughs) Some of them got away from the pastor beating them over the head every Sunday for their 10%. And sometimes when you get away from these church settings and you get away from these false teachers, and I will call them false teachers because they don't study. Or some of them probably do study and they probably do know the truth, but they don't feel like they can get the money they need to run their so-called ministries if they don't manipulate people. So, But for some people, I think that being away from the buildings and being away from their congregation, some of the people might have started to think clearly for themselves. We're always supposed to check everything out with the word of God to see if what somebody is teaching is true. And then if they're not teaching what is true, then you can mention it to them. Most of the time, uh, I would say, for the most part, pastors don't like you telling them if, uh, if they're teaching something wrong. They should be open to criticism. Of course, they do get a lot of criticism anyway, sometimes unjustly, but they should be open to criticism as far as taking a look at what they're teaching. If they're teaching something wrong, 
And we probably all missed it in some of the things we believed in the past. And so we, we have to t- then take a look at it and say, well, I'll look at it. Maybe I'm wrong. So if you're wrong, you're wrong. What's the big deal? But a lot of people would just get so angry at, at you if you try to bring something up to them. And that shouldn't be the way it is. We have to be teachable and humble. And when we make a mistake and we miss it, say, yeah, I missed it. I missed it, and I I repent, and I'll try to do better next time. So, but we're we have our freedom in Jesus Christ, and we're not going back into bondage. We, I like being free. Amen. Don't you? Amen. <laughs> I like it. Also, uh, you can email me if you want to Susan at propheticnews dot com. And uh, I do read my emails, 